Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Today is the 30th of July. And today's topic is around being triggered. Now, being triggered is one of those things that can be very vague uh, because it gets to the individuality of each person and at each life stage. So the things, for example, the things that used to trigger me back when I was in high school or college or first job always changed. The, the, you know, the things that used to trigger me are not the same things that trigger me today. Some of them are, um, but it's it's it takes working through and figuring out maybe what what's going up for you in the past. But um, somebody had wrote me an email or a, a Facebook message around. I had asked everybody, you know, what what are contents or what are things that people want to learn about? What are things that could help make their lives a little easier and kind of help make them, you know, give them the tools and resources to become the best man that they can be? And the one of the guys had wrote me saying exactly that, which is, you know, how do I keep it? You know, how do I keep cool under all different types of situations? And so that's kind of what spawned today's topic because I wanted to make sure that that gets addressed because that's something that I know a lot of young people as they enter the workplace or, or you know enter different situations, a lot of times it just becomes um, something that is a deterrent to life because it's one of those where like you know older people will look at it and go oh you know you just think, you know you're too sensitive or you're too this or you're too that. And it's not, it's not necessarily a sensitivity piece of it. And it's not like as you get older, you lose your sensitivities. You start to look at things through different lenses. And that's a way of kind of working through what, um, you know, how to work through it. And so I want to share a couple of tidbits today as far as, you know, how to exactly do that. And it's actually a blessing. People rarely look at it that way. <clears throat> but when you get emotionally triggered about something to the point where you raise your voice, uh, you get angry. Uh, sometimes it, you know, different people handle different situations. So they come out in rage or frustration or um, internal. It could be sadness, could be depression, could be many different things. All those different emotions are tools to help you. They're like a check engine light, if you will. As you're driving through, you know, the, the journey of life and you realize that you're triggered for some reason, that's a that's an actual check engine light that says, hey, this is something that is causing you deep amount of pain. Uh, could be pain, could be fear. But this is something that if you address it, could make your life a lot better. Because if you think of the times in life that you're not triggered, and you just are in this state of bliss or happiness or joy, you're just enjoying the moment and you don't feel like it's work. And I think that's probably the, the piece of it. So if you're presenting and somebody says, you know, that I, I don't agree with your statement and all of a sudden it sends you into a triggered state of, you know, kind of what the hell, man, um, and you get angry about it, well, that's there's something there. There's something that needs to be addressed. And just being a little bit aware of that through the day is going to be helpful because, you know, it may not stop the whole domino from falling. It may still trigger 
the anger. It may still trigger the raised voices. It may still trigger making a massive scene, and then the humiliation that comes afterwards. And so, the, a, I just want to say it's okay because everybody's been in those situations. I've been in those situations many times, where I've said certain things or done certain things that afterwards, and it could be immediately after, or it could be even years after. I look back and go, "Wow, I wish that's." That's I didn't show up the best there. That is something I wish I could have taken back, unsaid.、Uh, but as I go through life, one thing that I realize is that it's not that I wish I could take it back. I wish I would have learned what triggered me in that moment a lot sooner, so that I may not have made a bigger fool of myself. Because I'm a true believer that everything that happens, there's a lesson to be had from it, and. In all those situations that I was triggered and I yelled or screamed or whatever that it was, made a big scene. There were lessons there of either my voice wasn't being heard, I felt disrespected,、um, I felt threatened, jealousy, anger. You know, these are all these are all emotions that that spawn some type. You know, that elicit some type of reaction. So when you can a start to become aware of this, and a lot of this. Should sound, you know, I should start to sound like a broken record after a while. A lot of it is a just becoming aware of it, becoming aware of what are the things that I'm saying repeatedly. What are the the true habits? What are my true feelings that I feel over and over again? And what are the areas or the people that trigger me the most? And a lot of times, you know, there's there's a couple different trends. Couple, one thing could be the longer you know somebody, the more intimate that you know them. The easier it is to trigger because they know things about you that you may not want them to know, or that they know that what really drives you nuts and can can spark those emotions sort of at a drop of a hat. <clears throat> but you know, I've heard it stated a couple different ways. But when you allow somebody to trigger you, what you're doing is you're giving away your power. And when you give away your power, what that does is you're at the you you fall into the victim mindset. Now, victim could you very easily could be triggered by that whole word victim, and it's not meant to piss anybody off. It's not meant to be as a judgment because there are points in my life, and even still to this day, that I fall into the victim type mindset. The victim type mindset is that basically it's I'm giving power away. And not controlling my emotions or actions in a way that I would like to, and I choose to, from a rational state of being. It's a very purely emotional, illicit reaction. I.e., like if somebody were to come up and punch you in the face, your emotional response would be to go after them, to go clobber them. You know, and that sort of goes back to that fight or flight response. But when you gain true control over Your emotions and the actions that that are sort of a manifestation of your emotions. Somebody could come up and put you in the face, and you don't even think anything of it. And that's not to say that that's that's the goal. I mean, that could very well be your goal, but it's again, what are the things that are really really triggering you? From the, I'll keep going down that punching in the face because I see a lot of guys fall into that trap where, you know, early in their twenties they. They get out and they start drinking, and before you know it, then it's 
somebody says something, somebody says something else, and before you know it, then it turns into a fisticuff. And it's those points there where there's the biggest battles to be won because at the end of the day, whether you can clobber him or he clobbers you doesn't really matter. If you were to zoom out and say in five years, am I really going to matter what Joe Blow just said about me? Because Joe Blow, who knows why and where he's saying that from. But if you seek to, you know, if you raise your standard of consciousness and you start to assess things a lot differently instead of a purely emotional, you know, my pride is hurt or my feelings are hurt and I'm just going to retaliate, then you're going to end up in that regret moment the morning after going, I wish I wouldn't have said that. I wish I wouldn't have punched him. I wish I wouldn't have gone down that ugly path that is just going to lead to nowhere in life. And this, you know, this, this type of wording, this type of, of talk is something that I wish is more talked about because I know, especially for me in my twenties, you know, you're just this fighter. You're just, you know, you just, you're unstoppable. You want to be, you want to conquer everything. It's, you know, your hormones are raging and you're just, you just can't be stopped. And so anytime that there's a perceived threat, you just want to destroy it. You want to overcome it. You know, you just want to just beat anybody that gets in your way, basically. And I think that's part of where, you know, they say age brings wisdom. It's true. It's not the only way. I think wisdom can be gained whenever you allow yourself to be open enough to see the wisdom. And I know for me, there's been a couple instances in college, definitely, where those points in my life, I could have, I could have been open earlier and it would have changed a lot of courses. It would have stopped a lot of enemies from being made. It would have stopped a lot of brawls that would have, that had happened, but it's, it's being, it's talking about it and being open enough to receive it. So one of the, one, I love one of these comments. I can't remember who had said it and I'm sure it's probably been said you know, billions of times by now. But the more you remain open and the more you remain coachable as an individual, as a human being, the better your life is going to be. Because you're going to allow yourself to be in a position where you can look at everything objectively instead of being in the moment, you can be on the moment. So like you can look upon the moment of, okay, again, this guy came up and punched me. What am I going to do about that? What is it that I want to go to? Not what is it that is just going to be the illicit response of hit him back and, and tackle him to the ground, but is it is that really what I want to go do? Is that really the conscious decision I want to make? Or is it that I just want to walk away because there's nothing to be gained here? In that moment, you've taken your power back. And the more that you can take your power back in every single of the situation and realize what is it that you really want out of life, if you really want to just clobber the crap out of somebody, that's all fine. But what is how is that going to really help you in your next stage of life? Is it going to be clobbering him going to get you more money? Is it going to get you more happiness? Is it going to get you that girl? Is it going to get you that guy? Is it going to get you whatever it is that you're seeking in life? Probably not. All it's going to do is just be a quiet moment that just turns into a memory of regret and guilt later in life. So a lot of times just let that pitch pass. Like you don't have to swing at every pitch that comes in. You can just let the pitches pass. And when you can get to that point of allowing yourself to recognize those moments 
and be, you know, stand in your power and say, I'm not going to take that swing. I'm not going to, you know, somebody's trying to bait me. We live in a world where a lot of, there's a lot of trolls out there that are trying to bait people into, um, responses of anger or frustration or try to put people down. And for what, again, if you go back and say, what's the end game? Is their end game really to, to put you down? Or is it that in their way, when they try to put you down, they come, they're coming from a place of, I feel so insecure that if I can throw stones at somebody else, I feel less insecure about myself. But that only happens when you do truly feel triggered by it. If a troll comes up and says, you know, you're stupid, let's say, and you just say, like, okay, that's your opinion. Like, thanks, I guess, for sharing. And don't really give it the attention or or give them the response that they're looking for. That's actually the point where you win instead of them winning. Because if, if you get triggered and get angry, they they won. They are the ones that are walking away going, I did that. I poked him enough and, and I got a response that I was looking out of him. So the more that you can stay in your power, in your state, and choose choose which state that you want to come from, the happier you're going to be. The more fulfilled life that you're going to live, it's, I mean, that's where true happiness comes from, is being able to choose the state that you want to sit in and not be triggered by the outside world. It's as simple as that. And so hopefully... Hopefully some of these stories, hopefully some of these examples that I use resonates in a way that the next time a troll or somebody tries to to push to get a response or you're in a situation where um, you may be emotionally triggered to go do something, maybe you'll take that half second to say, am I consciously aware of what it is that I want to do in this moment? Do I really want to say what I I'm going to say or do I want to just good to know and just walk away and 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 that brings up a good point too is a lot of times people say well then I won't know what to say well then practice you know I use the phrase you know good to know that's something as easily as you can just reprogram that into when somebody says anything about anything bad about you whether you know you look stupid you are stupid you're unintelligent you're you know, whatever, you know, you're never going to amount to anything, whatever any of that stuff is, just come up with a good response, you know, just a candid response back, just good to know. Okay, good to know, move on to the next thing. And the less time that you allow that to be, it's just like a garden, you know, that those are, those are weed seeds sprinkled into your garden. The longer that you give them time, which is, you know, basically water and sunshine, the, the bigger they're going to grow versus, if you just move right on and say, you know, good to know, okay, move on to the next thing, then the less that they're going to have power over you and the less anxiety and stress and depression that's really going to come out of that. So, you know, choose a phrase, choose a word, choose some type of a mantra that can help get you to a place of just overcoming a lot of that stuff. And you're going to notice that your world's going to be drastically different because you're going to choose to attach yourself to your overall vision of becoming the best or, be, you know, becoming a better husband or better spouse or better coworker, whatever that, that you're going to want to be in that moment. You're going to attach yourself and say, is this in alignment with being a better husband? 
you know, when, when my wife says something to me that, that triggers an emotional response and I, and I'm not hundred percent at this by no means, I want you to think that, that I've got this whole thing mastered down, but the, the times in life when I can detach from the emotional response of what it is that how I want to justify or rationalize or explain why whatever it is that I did was the right thing to go do and can just acknowledge where she's coming from and move on the easier that it is. And so that's, I mean, spouse, you know, spouses, again, that in the more intimate the relationship, the easier somebody can get you out of state. But that's where the bigger challenges are, because if you know that you can handle yourself within the intimate pieces of your relationships throughout your life, the easier it's going to be when an outside threat or an outside perceived threat shows up that you're going to be able to handle yourself. Because if you can handle yourself when, you know, your mother, father, sister, brother, cousin, spouse, you know, when they say something and you can maintain control over what it is that you want to say in that moment, the better that you're going to be that when some stranger comes up to you and starts hating on you, that you're going to be able to just maintain control because it'll be a lot easier because you're going to be less attached to the outcome. So hopefully that helps. Um, like I said, I, I'm sure I'll probably tighten some of this stuff up and try to get it explained a little better in a little different ways because I do think this is a big topic that men struggle with is allowing themselves to be baited and to try to prove a point that may not need to be proven or your audience may never get to the point where you are. And that's the other thing that gets back to that detachment. If you're trying to rationalize, you're trying to push somebody into some type of a mindset well that's just more influence and we'll talk a lot more on influence in the future but there are more strategic and and more productive ways of influencing people to have the same type of mindset that you've got than to just argue and try to come from a place of power and dominance that's the way that our past has been a lot of men that you can i'm sure recall whether it's in your life or whether it was in the media or even go back and look at old TV shows. You know, if you go back and watch shows that were showcased within the, you know, 70s to 2000s even, that whole piece of dominance is very much a way of getting a point across versus more productive ways, I'd say, that we've been able to get through today, you know, in today's world. So hopefully that helps. Like I said, tons tons of stuff to come on a lot of variety of topics as always if there's a topic or something specific that you want to talk about or hear more about just drop me a line and you can reach me out email eric.usco at manaclass.com facebook at manaclass brothers and on instagram it's at ericusco so until next time enjoy the rest of your day enjoy the rest of your week and can't wait to connect again savor the life